just sort of. <laughs> Do you know what happened? I was having a smoke outside, my usual late, late at night smoke outside the hospital. Smoking a pancake. And um, and this um, this chick, she always comes down for like the last week now. She's uh, heavy in the fight as well with other shit going on. And then she was one that reminded me, like she's the one that goes to me, isn't it like 80, day 82 for you tomorrow? I'm, mm. like, I'm like, yeah, and it's sort of, that number keeps hitting me. Like, that's a lot of days this year, 82. Mm. And it, then I'm still there. I'm still up there. Yeah. Chilling. Mm. Just going about my day, doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. In the ward. In the ward. Just, Man of the ward. It is, a, it is a fucking... Oh, bro, I'm done. I'm over it now. Yeah. I'm, I'm over it now. Like, um, I... I remember, you know, all the time I'm always quite, you know, I feel like, bro, I feel like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, like, I feel like I'm when you meet me for the first time and I'm yeah. upbeat. Yeah. So I'm the cows that everyone sort of expects, that quote-unquote cows, right? And yeah. I'm in that mood and then I meet someone for the first time. I feel like it is kind of a, it's because I'm a little bit different because it's like I'm a bit loud and in your face and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, so it's kind of unique, and when you meet people for the first time in that mood, yeah, it's quite. Um, it's like like flames, the uh, moths to a flame sort of thing, because you're kind of like entertaining in a way, I guess. Yeah. You know? um, the, the problem is uh, is when you you don't feel like that, Kells, it becomes so fucking polarizing, so obvious that something's up. Yeah. But so what I've learned is the last couple of weeks of the hospital, bro. Is I haven't had the the usually I'd talk to every single person that goes past me. That's sure. just how I am in general yeah, yeah, in life. Yeah. But no, nah, nothing. All I want to do is get to my my bed. But when I get there, I get claustrophobic, so I end up mm. going all these like multiple walks throughout the night. Yeah, smoking like a lot of weed, just just yeah. something fucking do. Mm. And um, I was actually talking to one of the nurses today um, about how. There is an absolute like zilch, like it's an afterthought, mental health up yeah. there. It's always about what's your pain score, physical pain. Yeah. Where's your pain? What's your pain out of 10? Yeah. But not once do any any single nurse will really like um, ask you like how you're doing, like the mental health stuff. Mm. The nurses that do, it's because they, they give a shit because they're human beings. Yeah. But they're and not they because, not because they're doing their job. Yeah, that's what I'm trying because to say. They're good people. Yeah, they're good people, but in the job, like, because I've I've been just quietly asking for the last few days now. Yeah. Like um, the other night, I couldn't sleep, right? And I had just like every time I go not off to sleep, I get an anxiety, um, like a panic attack, and it'll yeah. wake me up. So and yeah. I, was, I had the shakes. Yeah. Mine was just going a million miles an hour. I had panic. So I asked, like, I rang for the you know because I've got to ring the button all the time for pain relief. Mm. So I rang the button, the nurse comes along, and I'm like, look, I've, she goes, oh, pain relief, right? I'm like, well, no, actually, like, I've got really bad anxiety, I'm having panic attacks, yeah. um, I have a long history of mental health, but currently unmedicated, is there something that you can give me to help with my anxiety? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, we'll do your OBS first, okay, did that, they were quite high, heart rate and stuff. Mm. But then I was like, there's nothing we can give you. So, and it was about 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning, right? Mm. The nurse leaves, and for the rest of the night, like, not once did a nurse sort of check in. 
and this mm. is not a jab this is not a stab this is not a mm. uh, like a poke at the staff at the hospital because no. they're fucking amazing yes and that's a big shout out to the world 29 stuff without them i wouldn't you know yeah. they make life a lot easier it's it's the system yes and the system dictates like you know take care of physical pain do what you got to do yeah you know and but not once Mm. Is there any sort of what do you call it? Any sort of urgency when it comes to mental health? Because like my thing is, is eighty two days out of this year. Like when people do these long lags at the hospital, yeah, like it fucks with you in some way, shape, or form, like mentally. Because it's a hard thing to go through. Like yeah. not only you're in a foreign environment, but like you're if you're there for a decent amount of time, you're obviously there for some sort of health related issue. It's yes. a very stressful time, and. There's no, there's no mental health sort of urgency at all. Yeah. And then when you do make it urgent by putting your hand up saying, I need help right now. Yeah. It's kind of been ignored for the last three days. It's just like, oh, oh we've got to get someone to come in and talk to you, yeah. like a counsellor or something. But that's been three days now, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it's because, like, it's all, all their, you know, their prime objective, mm. nurses, is to make like the patient comfortable mm. and adhere to all the things that they need like yeah. tablets and stuff and Ward 29 is humming mm. they are on their feet yeah, the whole day. time yeah. work like they are just non-star like mad respect but uh, in terms of mental health mm. I don't think it's something that's prioritised mm. when it comes to because there's only so many hours in a day there's only so much staff that goes yeah. around yeah. I understand that but it's just another angle because I going into this mental health game mm -hmm. the system because i've gone through it in different angles like different mm -hmm. ways through a doctor yeah through a psychiatrist like just straight to through a counselor um word of mouth yeah blah 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 and um i just i just i feel like there's no real urgency towards no. it because there's not enough time and not enough resources bro yeah i think that's um it's a, i think it's hard. I still, and I think, I, I, my personal belief, and this is only my opinion, okay? So if you're listening to this and you're like, you're wrong, cool, happy to talk about it, and I'm, I'm happy to learn more, but I agree with you that this is a system fault, not a person fault. So I, I don't think yeah. this has anything to do with the staff, the nurses, the doctors. No, no they're, they, all, they're um, all fucking awesome. They, yeah, I, I don't doubt it, because when I've been up there, I've seen how awesome they are. Yeah. Um, but I think this is also um, a stigma. St the reason why it's a system fault is because it's still a stigma. I still think mental health is a big stigma. Has a big stigma to it. Yeah, in this, I guess so. It's in a... this thing, and they're like, "Oh, mental health? No, no, you should be in that ward." Then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we don't treat that here. Mm. You know, that's that ward that does it. Like, I know the episode I had with Carl. We talked about that. Like, you know, mental health has this whole thing about it. This old school mentality. Of, oh no, no, no. We don't yeah. talk about that sort of thing. Oh yes, old Jeremy. He had his troubles. You know. Um, his, his demons would flare up that sort of thing um, I do. I, I did a very failed joke on stage a while ago very failed uh, <laughs> that needs a lot of rewriting about how it's funny how the um, the rise of um, medication mental health medication was the downfall of exorcism you know um, and, and it's weird how those statistics work out um, but I think it's one of those things where it's like oh this is oh no that's still very taboo do you know what I mean mm. um and I reckon that's part of it. The people who make up the whole, like, this is what you should do with a patient mm. have not considered, we need to consider this. Whereas mm. the nurses, uh, I should say doctors as well, but you deal 90% with a nurse. 
the nurses as humans know it so they're dealing with it do you well, know what I mean yeah, that's the thing because like I, I've been up there a while now like in different rooms at different times but I've, I've there's a few nurses up there that I'm like, um, quite chummy with yeah you know like you can see past the, the nurse patient relationship more you know just having yarns about personal shit there's yeah. a few of them up there like I, I, I said to myself I wasn't going to drop any names before I came up here but I talked to one of the nurses today I was just sort of telling him because because some of the nurses that come in like they don't um they don't know the history because some of them do yeah know like the history like the behind the podcast and everything but some of them don't they don't know me from a bar of soap no you're just a patient but if you reach out yeah. for help I, I kind of we live in a world now where you should expect help if you reach out for it and I'm in a hospital and it's 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 become glaringly obvious that mental health is is not prioritized at all mm. and i feel like people who have stayed in the hospital for x amount of time or have gone through something traumatic there should be more urgency on those yeah. on helping those people cuz yeah. i don't know the last couple of weeks is the last thing i want to do is talk to anyone yeah i'm just you know down like i i remember um when I first went into the ward, I was just joking around and stuff, and then I just kind of went quiet over the next few days. And um, I, I, I apologize. I don't know who you. Uh, I can't remember their names, but they they obviously knew who I was because they came to see the mum across yeah. from me. So they came to see the mum across from me, and they were talking about me. They didn't realize I was in the. On oh the yeah, bed. yeah. And um, she goes, oh. Um, she goes, oh, the young fellow over there, he, he used to be quite boisterous, quite loud. Hmm. But the last few days, I don't know, I just don't really hear from him. And he's yeah. never around. And then it must have been the daughter because she, she, um, she, she read my status on Facebook. Hmm. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. But it was kind of like listening. I couldn't help but listen because I'm right there. Yeah. And they, they might know you, but you don't know them. And they were talking about me, but the, they weren't talking shit about me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were talking like, these are people I don't know. And these are, and they were talking with worry in their voice because they were yeah. like, he's not acting. Because that was at the start of the whole, I just don't, I don't have the energy to. To deal um, with people. Yeah. And then um, I want to ask you, bro, like, because this is the first time in my life that I've experienced this. Okay. And I want to ask you if you've experienced loneliness before. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so, it sounds stupid, but you know what I mean? Like, have you ever yeah. felt absolute loneliness? loneliness? Um, yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, which is weird. So, in different ways, in different places as well. So, it's quite a, loneliness is a strange thing where you do and the reason i like this podcast i love doing this is because i'm reminded that i'm not alone but it doesn't stop you feeling alone um it's all the, also the reason i like like some of the facebook pages i'm on particularly mental health men or two because you see things and you're like you're like yeah i know exactly mm. um the, uh, and and I'll get to loneliness in a minute, but like, I just want to go back before I forget something you said at the very start of this was um, when you first meet me, I'm the happy go lucky cows, something like that. So, at the end of this podcast, if you're listening to this, um, I will put a clip, an audio clip in of um, oh, what was the name of the show? Um, 
of uh, Only Fools and Horses. You remember Only Fools and Horses? Of course I do. Bro. I knew yeah. you'd know it. Um, I, know, <laughs> I knew your dad would like it too. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. There's a clip I have saved from Facebook, and I'll put an audio clip of it, of Only Fools and Horses, and it's a clip that will resonate a lot about, like, you know, Dow Boy was always the hello love, buy your drink, da da da. Like that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like the life of the party, da da da. And there's one episode, and I've never forgotten this, where he cracks and he exposes who he really is. Like, I'm not, you just think I'm Dell Boy, but I'm not. It's a mask I put on. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's, yeah. And, and, and it's like, I'm not going to lie, like, when I, because I know I say this a lot, I cried everything. Like movies and shit make me cry all the time. Yeah, yeah, you do. But like, I saw that and I just fucking cried because I'm like, this is him talking about me. Yeah. And when I first saw that clip, because I hadn't seen that clip, I hadn't seen that show since I was little. Yeah, growing do you know up on I mean? TV One. And when I saw that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that clip, I was like, oh fuck it, yeah. I didn't understand when I was little. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I saw that clip, I cried because I was like, it made me feel less alone. Yeah. Because I know Del Boy's not real. Mm. <laughs> like, trust me, I know. Neither is Homer. But I love him nonetheless. Do you know what I mean? Because we've talked about it in the past about how there's so many um, movies and clips that's made you cry. And I was sitting here like, like I, don't, I, I, I don't think yeah. I've made anything's made me cry. I actually can't You're remember. wrong movies. No, but I, I remember one that I don't think I disclosed this. Yeah. I didn't mean to like hide it or anything. Just, I just remember now. It was this... Um, by Stan Walker, mm. and it's not a it's it's so it's a music video, but the music video doesn't okay, start for like four or five minutes. Yes, he turns up to this beach house, yeah, and the inner monologue is playing, and then yeah. it goes from like yeah, you're the man, blah blah blah, to look at you, you're disgusting, you're a piece yeah. of shit, and he's drinking and yeah. stuff. That one got me. That got me. But oh man, that one got me. Terrible. See, I'm human. Yeah. Um. But uh, yes. Yeah, so, so loneliness. Yeah, I feel alone. A lot and i felt it a lot at home up until recently right um a lot in fact up until the start of the year and that was mm. when jen finally came out and said um she suffers from things too yeah do you know what i mean and then she went and got medication and cool uh, you know a few weeks later we could see the difference and that stopped me feeling alone because mm. even though we suffer from very different things and i'm not going to talk on her behalf about it i'd like i don't it doesn't matter it. Like the things we go through are very, very still adversity. Yes, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And so, like, compare. I didn't feel alone. Like, I felt I had that support a bit more, and I felt she understood a bit more now mm. about what I've been saying for a long time. Yeah. Um, I I feel it sometimes um, at this place I go to every day for five days a week. I, I can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but there's this place I go five days a week. And um, the gym. It's called the gym. Um, you can tell because I'm so fucking buff. <laughs> Look at you ripped. And um, Pants are ripped. Yeah, I feel, often I feel lonely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm separated from a lot of people and that makes me, you know, fairly blue and stuff like that. And even though there's great people at the gym, there's amazing people at the gym. Very, very good people, but I still feel separated. Yeah. So yeah, I get that a lot. Um, so you have a lot of intermittent moments of loneliness. Yes and no. Sometimes it lasts a long time. Like, at home, it lasted years. Right. Um, until fairly recently. Um, and even then, you don't trust not feeling it. Like when that feeling is go- now that it's gone, I still don't trust. Like I know it's gone. 
but I don't trust. Do you, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying I don't trust Jen. I trust her 150. percent Right. It's my own emotion I don't trust. Mm. Every time I start to think I feel happy, I question that, and I don't trust myself. Mm. Like, what if I'm just putting up a false wall and and all this sort of thing? And yeah, uh, lately it's been. Um, it seems to be when life is going good, I feel the worst. Right. When life is the worst, I'm the most resilient. But yep. when it's good, I'm I struggle the most. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite hard. Yeah, I. Um, it's a weird thing, and and it's I I completely get what you're coming from about like being in hospital and feeling lonely because like you're in a room with four patients, right? There's there's four of you in that room, but there's not because you lead different lives. You're not. Yeah. So like you're in there, and it's like me, Morgs, Tyron, and yeah. Siobhan. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's three other people you don't know from bars. And a so. lot of the people that come and go. Um, they've got things that they're dealing with in their little cubicle that's very, very intimate and private. Yeah. And you, you know, it sucks. Like uh, some of the things that you got to go through. I mean, I've seen people die. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Um, it, so the loneliness thing has been because it, it organically, as time goes on, you're gonna start getting less messages. You're gonna mm. get less visits. That's just that's what, yeah. how life works. It's gonna be like that. But then on the flip side to that, I'm not very good at not just reaching out, just mess, keeping in touch in general yeah. because I, I feel like when I'm not myself, I'm not well, Yeah, I just don't, I don't have the energy to do it. I just yeah. really can't. And then the physical elements of my eyes and shit yeah. makes it hard. But then so you, you mix like the – you mix it together and you go days without – visits and people mm. you know i'm not on my phone so i'm not like casually talking to people so you become very isolated yeah so i learned loneliness as a motherfucker and what it does it gaslights everything else going on yeah. so if you're feeling depressed it get it, it just ignites that if yeah. you like the uh, the, yep. the anxiety the panic <laughs> yep. attacks they get heightened yeah like you're more you're walking around more like well it's i want to say well aware yeah. but you're more like you're on like um pins and needles kind of thing like for whatever reason you know yeah. like and then um for me like the long walk from the hospital to the lifts back to my bed as soon as i open that curtain mm. and see my bed and i sit on my bed i want to leave again yeah so then that's why like they keep saying oh you're never around but then i go outside i've got nothing to do yeah i'm just bored and then i eventually go back to the room and it's a circle and i keep doing that till i collapse yeah <laughs> at 4 a.m yeah but um so I stand out on the front, right? Here's something. I got yelled at by two different fucking drivers last yeah. last night. Was it last night? Bro, last night, it was about three in the morning, bro, and I was standing pretty much at the front of the entrance. Sure. I kid you not, like seven cars turn up. Two of them were cop cars. Five mm. were obviously mufti. And they all kind of just parked, like, you know how it's a, it's, a, it's like kind of like one to two lanes when you drive in, like the yeah. outside of the hospital they yeah. all just parked on that 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 yeah in the middle there and they all got out and they all kind of like briskly walked into a and e yeah like robotic like and i was sitting standing there at the entrance of what the fuck when a boy it happened was no one could get into the into the hospital because all these cars were there backed up yeah sure so one guy yelled out to me he said what the fuck's going on and i yeah. was just like smoking like because i'm out right at the front i'm like i don't know he's all that fucking hell's there you can't and he just drove off. Yeah. Was, okay. And then um, this other lady, she pulled up 
and she was sort of just looking straight ahead and then she had to reverse out but as she was driving away she goes fucking useless prick i was sitting there like what am I? I don't work here. <laughs> I don't know. And then about five minutes later, they all came out of A&E and they pretty much all left. It was bizarre. But it's weird that they're blaming you. You don't exactly have yeah, a uniform pe- on. Yeah, these people. Do you know what I mean? Like... I was definitely not wearing a uniform. I was, I was actually wearing a pink hoodie. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> I, was a, I was wearing a pink hoodie. And because it was cold, I actually had another hoodie, sort of a white hoodie. Yeah. That sounds, this sounds really gay, really. I shouldn't say gay. Uh, I, a white hoodie tied around me, and I was standing right at the entrance where you drive in. Mm. So they were looking at me, like just blaming me. Oh, like, look at this! Look at this country club motherfucker! <laughs> like, fuck Go you. back to the golf course, asshole! <laughs> oh, I got, I got fucking smashed for that. But yeah. uh, I, my goal was to, um, was to get out. Um, I wanted to get like buy some new clothes, mm. go to the barber, get my like. Like my facial hair probably done. Get it like this long hair. This mm. hair is long. It's yeah, down yeah. halfway down my back when it's straightened now. It is yeah. long. I'm cutting it like your length, like real short. Yeah, real short, yeah. And um, just a little makeover. So then it's kind of like your, we're not, the way I look at it is all this hair, right? Mm. It's kind of like your, all the, the memories that are attached. Because I don't know what mm. it is with new ends. We're, like, we're quite attached to. You know, we, a thing, eh? Because there's a hair cutting ceremony yeah, yeah. when you're a kid and stuff. So it's kind of like you're, you're just cutting away all that, the life that I had, mm. you know, before I got sick. So basically all of last year. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. I'm shedding all that bad stuff. It's like, you know, they say new year, new me, but that kind of is what's yeah, going sure. on. Like, uh, And it's just like, yeah, it, that was the attitude until today when the, the doctors came with news and stuff. Mm. And, um, and it's kind of like... You've been resilient to get this far, yeah. But I'm only human. I get tired. I get tired, and yeah. you know, you add yeah. that and whatever. So, but the goal was to get to the, um, the to the open mic on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, if, immediately just by habit, like if I'm gonna be there, yeah, I might as well jump up. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Morgan will in a heartbeat. Oh, you uh, like if it's full, you can have my spot, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'll give it up. I'm, and I'm pretty confident like, there'll be a few people that would do that. Because oh, oh, yeah, you can have mine, yeah. Especially those that have sort of been front, like sort of known the journey from let's just call it Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah. All the way yeah, now, yeah, like yeah, totally. It's quite a cool story, mm. um, a feel good story. It could be a Disney movie. Yeah. Let's write a let's write a uh, a screenplay. Don't know what we'll call it. Mickey gets pancreatitis. <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas story. Death is nigh. Weep, 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 weep. No, I'd... when you wish upon a star, I'm wishing for a pancreas, motherfucker. Yeah, oh man, Come like, on, Jiminy Cricket. How many? Yeah, they're looking at. Uh, the, so they've, they've said no to that. Um, to that the the surgery. Mm. So they they said. This is a, 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 an annoying thing. Like, So six days ago, they said, yeah, we're going to go ahead with it. They've ummed and ahed for six days, and then today they're like, oh, we're not going to go through with it now. We're looking at other options. Yeah. And I'm like, you just said a week ago we're doing this. So I don't know. I, uh, they, and then they flip-flop, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, I feel like, um, and a lot of people can relate to this, like falling into old habits Yeah. time and time again. You know, you're preaching to people on the podcast and others, like, do this and do that. And you're even sort of, you're even confessing all the things you do wrong. Yeah. Yet you do the same shit again. So for uh, me, like, yeah. 
even because for me i i know this is wrong and, and warped and whatever but i like the last couple of weeks i haven't been particularly doing very well and reaching out to you seemed a little bit harder for me because i know in your like you know private life things are going you know really well and I wasn't hearing from you as much, and I was kind of like, I don't want to like mm. that same bullshit again. I don't want to burden him, and you know, no, with my no, no. shit when he's got like all this good stuff going on. Let him have a good run for once. That's it's, that sort of shit track plays yeah. in your head, and you know it's wrong. Yeah. But then a week goes by. Yeah. You know, we haven't done anything, and like, so you're doing the same shit that you've held yourself accountable to. Yeah. You know that these are your flaws. You know what you're doing is wrong, yet you still do it. So that's on me. I feel because yes. I know I should know better. Yes and no, but at the same time, like my yeah, my personal life's doing really well at the moment. Like fucking, look, I'm banging chicks left, right, and center. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just fucking everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, like um, fucking shit's been happening in my life, and it's been great, and I'm happy about it. Do you know what I mean? But like, um, how can I put it? Like, um. I don't know how to describe things very well. This is my problem. Um, like, yeah, shit. I, I should be the fucking happiest guy in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, I should be the fucking okay. But there's the, there's so many levels to this. Like, I don't want to I don't want to go into a guy super detail. But I'm essentially not essentially fucking. I'm in a thruple. I now have a second partner. Right. Yeah, we were, we were joking about it the other night at the hospital. How you're going to end up like those Glory Vale, like five wives and forty eight. No, no. um, <laughs> you know, remember Pixie photo? Pixie photo where you yeah, get like yeah, you yeah. have like forty eight Pixie photos on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Those kids laughs> shit. Now it's time for my third family. <laughs> some some hidden because they're like ugly because I got drunk. I call it family um, number three. <laughs> like life should be fucking. Yeah. I'm living the best life sort of thing. And like he I was talking to my mates the other day and 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 he's like fuck you. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. um because I like I'm an ugly chud. This shouldn't be happening, right? But fucking they all love Jen. Anyway, just roll with it. Oh, enjoy it. Oh, I am. But I still can't help but be like I hate everything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't it's uh, the the fact that things are going well hasn't cured me. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I know it all too well. And mm. like, I keep fucking going to these places where it's like, I shouldn't be. Do you know, it doesn't matter how life, how like I've learned this now, man. Like you hear about these, like I know I talked about this a couple of episodes ago and I don't want to, I don't want to like do the whole conversation again. Like the one that taught me that like, no matter what was Chester Bennington from Lincoln park. Right. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Robin Williams. I was like, yeah, Robin Williams. But he had fucking dementia. So there's a thing yeah. there, right? The, the, he had a, a severe form of dementia, and they say that he wasn't himself when he did it. Do you know what I mean? So Chris Benoit had this exact same thing, um, and there's been a few others noted cases. But, like, like Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park was, like, fucking such an influence on my life. Lincoln Park was, not him. Lincoln Park was. Not, not just, like, what I like in terms of music, but, like, art, culture, like they defined my generation. Like my, me and all my friends, it defined who we were. Do you know what I mean? Like we're like, yeah, this is our shit. Do you know what I mean? This is the way we want things, and this is what we love. Yeah, because I remember Tash way back then. My we co- fucking my cousin Tash, man. Yeah, she, she, we um, listened to she that. She loved Lincoln Park. It was. It was more than just the music. It was like this is our generation. Like this is who we are and shit. 
fucking and then so like that dude was was high in like my status of like fucking cool people and then to be like oh he killed himself i was like what the fuck do you know what i mean and so it doesn't matter how good life is like that shit doesn't go away like it they say i don't know like they say alcoholism is a disease and i agree i'm not fighting that but like mental health is a disease like you get it for life and it doesn't matter how much you fight it and it doesn't matter what medication you are and you know it's like you can like I we know we got a good friend who goes to who goes to therapy right and his therapy journey is like fucking great to listen to, but it's like has that helped? And he's like it's helped, but it hasn't fixed it. It hasn't stopped it. It's armed you more with more tools to live with it. That's it. It gives you a way, right? And that's like I've been thinking seriously. Like I've got to go to the next step. And we talk about this all the time. You and I, we've got to go to the next step. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's all good talking to each other on a podcast and shit, but like, if we really want to do something, we got to talk to someone else. Oh, like, because that was that's what felt good about me finally. Like, I just sort of said, "Look, uh, I don't know how to say this, but I've got anxiety." Yeah. And they, she's like, "Sorry, we can't." And I know that because, but in in order to to give me a t- like a medication, it has to be written off by the doctor. Yeah. You know, it's had to be charted by the doctor. Yeah, that's and, and right. And I haven't have a, I don't have a history of taking anything. Yeah. But by but then, I mean, if I was in a far more volatile state, mm. I would have just been left to my own devices because it was like mm. two in the morning, and you know I'm asking for help. You can't do anything. Yeah, here's some Severidol. I was like, okay, some Panadol. But then uh, over the coming days, I asked like two or three more times to yeah. different and because they have to then pass that on to another team, mental health unit, whatever. Yeah, and it's been a few days now. Mm. Still hasn't and. That's me asking, reaching out for help, but I'm more, every time I go to reach out for help, I'm more and more hesitant because every time I've done so, it's yeah. been just tiring. Like yeah. anyone out there would know what this is like. You have to chase help. You have to yeah. f- You have to chase up people that are meant to be helping you. You have to make the phone calls and go from one person to another. Yeah. You have to go to an appointment knowing that it's a waste of time, but you yeah. need that appointment to be referred to another one. Oh, fuck yeah. And then yeah. you've got to wait for the letter. They don't do emails. You've got to wait for a fucking letter. Yeah. And then the letter will dictate, like, how important your, your case really is. Yeah. And it's not as class as urgent as semi-urgent. So you're on the public waiting list, but I need help now. So you look at another avenue and i don't give a fuck if i call them out methodist social services on main street mm. motherfuckers remember that time mm. that i yeah. messaged you straight afterwards yeah the worst treatment i've ever i asked begged yeah. i was crying I, I i'll tell you i was crying on the because i was like upset so yeah. i rang them and i'm like i'm like i've been waiting i i used to go in their food parcels yeah and the way i got treated was the most disgusting deplorable yeah like got chewed up and spat out you yeah. know like and if imagine if that was someone who was like you know like a staunch like like a polynesian dad yeah. you know who just keeps yeah. quiet keeps to his own thing yeah but he's quietly just crumbling and yeah. he finally like he's like no nah, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna reach out and he finally reaches out and gets treated like the way i got treated yeah what's what, what's he left to do exactly it's exactly. really hard you know yeah. like and this is why my guys like mike king ball their eyes out because mm. it gets to a, f- a feeling of helplessness i was following mike king's daughter yeah and she was crying in the car because she was i could relate to it and so many others could relate to it where mm. she's re- yelling for help screaming for help and she's getting just pushed and pulled 
here yeah. or there. She has to make the phone calls. Yeah. She has to do the whole like follow up on medication. You went through the same shit yeah. with the you know citalopram, citalopram. Yeah. You know, trying to get a, a, an appointment with the doctor. Yeah. I just feel like like uh, how the fuck do we create more urgency for this? Yeah. Like we're all aware now. Like yeah. You know, like this, you know, the cat's out of the bag now. Mental mm. health. Oh, funnily enough, it's fucking it's it's really important. We all yeah. know that now. Yeah. But I feel like. Because in one way, everyone's patting themselves on the back. Oh, there's more awareness for mental health mm. now, but the the awareness is not changing fast enough into implementing yeah. change. We're all just sort of sitting around going, "Yeah, that's a bad thing. We really need to yeah. have more attention to it." But it's nothing available. Like, yeah, you know, and the, and the nothing available is probably the biggest problem because, like, I've been trying to find something, right? And so, like, I've got a GP appointment later this month. Like, the first one I could get, and it wasn't until the 26th of June. Uh, so, like, I'm going to run out of medication before that. Um, but, fuck, what, what can I do about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, every time I ring to book, and they're like, oh, but, well, yeah, I'm like, oh, it'll have to do, I have to take it, and it's the soonest one. They're like, well, why do you need it sooner? I was like, well, I'm going to run out of medication before then. And they're like, and then I either get, well, you should have thought of that earlier. And then I'm like, I have 20 days worth left and i'm still gonna run out like i'm booking 20 days out and or they go oh well we'll put you through to the um mailbox and you leave details and we'll oh, send yeah. you a script uh, and every time i have to tell them no because you won't let me do that uh, oh no 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 we'll let you do it it's fine i'll put you through i'm like no don't a, put me through a failed system yeah and then, so they put me through and i'm like okay i'll play the game with you that just sort of highlights the the uh, yeah and, and you know and then so, like, 10 minutes or whatever, an hour Inadi- later, two hours later, I get a call Inadiquacy. going, oh, we can't renew that over the phone. I'm like, well, why did she put me through? Yeah, I say, yeah. and I always say to them, you guys do this every time. And every time I say no, I, you insist I can. This time they wanted me to do a phone appointment. And they're like, I was like, a phone appointment? And they're like, yeah, yeah, if it's just a new script, do it over the phone. I was like, oh, great. Uh, okay. And will I see the doctor sooner then? They're like, No. It's, it'll be the same day and same time as you were going to come in. I was like, well, then I'll just come in. What's the point? Mm. Like, you're not... Drawing on the phone isn't going to relieve me. And I still have to pay the full amount. Do you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't change anything. Mm. So I'm like, well, I might as well come in then. So, and I know this appointment, like, I have to talk to him about other stuff. I have to get a referral for therapy because I've tried to find something myself. And it's like, everything I found is like, no booked you have to get a referral we only work on referral there's a few others i want to chase up um but it's also like what i want isn't available do you know what i mean like my thing is like i don't think i'm going to do well on a one-on-one setting with someone like i just don't think do you know what i mean like i just know if i go see the therapist it's going to be a bit shit i'm just not going to open up but I reckon if I'm in a group setting like Mana Men do, shout out to Mana Men in Wanganui. Um, if you're in Wanganui, fucking look them up. Um, I think I would do better. But to find that here is really hard. Hmm. There's only one group that do it, and it's like, I read what they do, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't fall into any of these categories. It's like, are you going through a divorce, or are you an alcoholic? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd like to be an alcoholic, because it sounds fun. Hmm. <laughs> No, it doesn't. I fucking hardly drink anymore. Um, oh, yeah, man, drink. I haven't had a drink since February. I had one last night. Because I can't. Yeah, I had one drink last night, 
And I only wanted it because I was cooking a barbecue. I was like, oh, I feel, yeah. like a, feel like a drink. Because it's been nice weather. Like, um, yeah. But uh, uh, did I tell you about the time that the the receptionist chased after me because she thought I was an Uber Eats driver? Oh, no. At the hospital? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I thought I'd told you. Oh, please tell me. Oh, there's... So after hours, you've got to go through A&E. Yeah, sure. Right? And um, But in the main reception area, there's still a woman behind that glass. Yeah. She's there till quite late. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, like, you'd walk past her and never would say a word, right? Yeah. This sure. one particular night, I was walking past, and I just got some Uber Eats dropped off. Yeah. So I was holding the bag. And as I was walking past her, like, she jumped up and started with two-fisting the glass, yeah. banging on the I'm glass. I'm guessing you had your headphones on. No. Oh, okay. I had my headphones on. I was just, and I looked. I was like, "What?" She's like, "Where do you think? Where are you going?" I was like, "Ward 29. I was like, "No, you wait right there. Where are they? Use. Uh, you guys can't go up there." I go, "What do you mean, you guys? I, I'm a patient." Yeah. And she literally goes, stopped in her tracks. Goes, oh, oh put her hands in the air like, oh, look, I thought because, and she, she waved over her face. Oh. She waved, you know, like, you can't see me. Like, she waved over her face. I thought because, you know, I'm sorry, sorry. Whoa, you should have reported that. And I, I, I just sort of, because I stopped in my tracks when it happened. And she sat down, she was shaking her head, giggling. And I just sort of walked away like, wow. Wow. <laughs> is that racist? That or? is racist. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, that that happened. Whoa, yeah. that is like, and that's so the thing is though, she's never fucked a mat. She's never made a fucking peep the whole time yeah. I've been there. Yeah, and this time around, she's like, where, "Where are you going? You yeah. can't. You guys can't go up there." I was like, "You guys, I'm a patient." Oh, <laughs> I thought because of the way you. I'm sorry. I'm. S- Jesus. And then she yeah she waved her face when she said that. Next yeah. time you go past her, you should do that to back to her. Wave yeah, but then, like, there, there are other times where I'm guilty of things. So, like, there was a <laughs> shit hit the fan, <laughs> straight up, straight, shit hit the fan about nearly a week ago when, because um, I always, like, you know, smoke weed every night. Like, it helps with sure, pain, right? Sure. But I got really, like, lackadaisical with it, and I started just doing it really out in the open. <laughs> yeah, I witnessed that, yep. Yeah, so, like, at first, like, the surgeons knew that, like, I smoked weed. Yeah. And I know this is all off the record. And it is off the record. But they weren't exactly saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. Because at the end of the day, a lot of the pancreatitis is about pain management. Yes. So when they ask me what's the most effective yeah. pain relief, I'm like, well, actually, cannabis is. Yeah. So they kind of, they weren't like, keep it going, smoke some more. But, yeah. they, were the, <laughs> but they were they were like, you know. You know. And then they're, like. They're, they're putting their hands in the ears going, well, we didn't hear that. And then, um, there's a, and then so a few nurses start become privy to you, like, you know, chopping yeah. up smoky weed. And they're the same. They're just like. They don't judge. They go like, "Hey, if if it's gonna help you, cool." Yeah. But then I got uh, I got a new batch, a new drop off the other night, and it was stank. It was stanky. <laughs> and like, so so a nurse that can't, won't be named, she texts mm. me. She's like, "I can smell that down the corridor." Yeah. Anyway, a patient complained, and security came, uh. and it's the same security guard. That I he I call him Backstreet Boy because he's got yeah. like a 1997 undercut going on. Yeah, like probably tw- in the early t- mid twenties. And I had a run in with him a long time ago where I was sitting out the front with a cigarette in in my hand and I wasn't I was just sitting there because I yeah. needed a rest. Yeah, and he started blasting me about it. I'm like I'm not having a smoke. And then he didn't you know he's like oh sorry. This time around he came along. 
Mm. And then, uh, you know, and then the, the next day a head nurse came and I got, yeah. like, it was an incident report. Mm. Next time the police would be notified, yada, yada, yada. And you know what I'm like. I address the elephant in the room. I can't yeah. help myself. So when I saw him on on guard on duty down A and E, yeah, I beeline right up to him. I was like, hey, hey. I was like, um, so incident report. What's that all about? He's like, oh, I don't, oh no, no, I, I did not from my end. Blah blah blah. I was like, well, what did you say? He's like, well, I did say that you were chopping it up right in front of me, and multiple requests for you to put it away. You just mm. didn't, and it's illegal. You know that, right? I was like, he's like, giving me the speech. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I know it's – he's like, well, you could just not do it. Why do you even do it? Yeah. It got real snarky with me. And I'm just saying, at the time, I had this metal thing. I was attached to this machine that was, you know, kind of keeping me alive and shit. And I shook it. And I'm like, motherfucker, like, if you've been in mm. here for as long as I have, we're going through all this shit, like, you know, this helps with the pain. Yeah. As soon as I said that, he, he immediately, his face changed. Yeah. Like a revelation, like he'd never heard that it was for pain relief before, because clearly this motherfucker knows nothing about weed, because yeah, he keeps calling it marijuana. He's one of the people you hate. Oh. A, a white dude that keeps calling it marijuana. Because oh. I even said out loud after a while, I was like, <laughs> he's like, what? I'm like, oh, you keep calling it marijuana. He's like, well, cannabis, weed. At least cannabis. Whatever. Yeah. You know, like, and, and so when I said that, he goes... You know what? My nana said that about marijuana. She's a marijuana fan. So you know what? I get it. And just sort of became my friend again. But then, so, so I went outside, and security guys never come up to me outside, right? Um, the first one, she came along, and she's like, hey, it was right at the other side of the, the where I usually sit yes, at the yeah, cafe. Yeah. She came up to me, she's like, are you smoking cannabis? I was like, and she's like full you know she's like full disclosure like it doesn't bother me personally but Mm. i have to be you know like i have to at least tell you you shouldn't do that blah 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 and um and then i talked to another security guard he came over to me and i was kind of like that was pretty brazen was kind of right out the front yeah right out the front it was like two in the morning and he came over to me and because i smoke like a cigarette so a lot of times you can't tell but, but you can he, smell it. But he came over to me. He's like, are you smoking cannabis? I was like, um, nah. And he looked away. He's like, I can I can smell it. Yeah. I was like, oh. And he said the exact same, nearly word for word of what mm. she did. She's like, look, full disclosure, it doesn't bother me personally, but I have to be seen to be telling you. Yeah. And I immediately clicked. I'm like, wait on. You were standing on guard in A&E. How did you know yeah. that I was out here smoking weed? Mm. Is is he watching right now? Yeah. He's like, yeah. You know, and like, and so he's got workmates. I won't name them out loud, but he's got workmates who sort of said, oh, I'll watch out for him. Like, yeah. there's a few nurses that are like, you know, he's a bit of a mm. dude. So that, so that was, but, but the, the, the thing is now, is now everyone knows I smoke weed. And I can tell you now, and they can all argue this point. Mm. I don't give a fuck because it's so true. The demeanor has changed for some of them. Yeah. They look at me different. They treat me differently. Yeah. You know, instead of a stop and chat in the corridor, it's barely a hello. Yeah. Some of them, like, there's an abrupt change to a, to some of the nurses. Yeah. It can only go, because it, it coincides with the whole, like, oh, he smokes weed. Mm. But I always have. Like, yeah. and here's the other thing. Because, like, nurses can't be involved. No. You know, blah, blah. So they had to immediately put their hands up and be like, oh, I didn't know anything. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was like, he knew, he knew, she knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I kind of got thrown under the bus because, well, according to some of the people I've spoken to, no, no one knew that you were mm. you were smoking marijuana. 
I was just like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I hit it well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, so, you know, sometimes I do break the rules. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just standing there innocently getting told I'm a fuckwit because seven cop cars have, cop cars have blocked the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's one thing I need to tell you. I was trying to tell you the other night when you came with Jen and your mate, what's her name? Kirsty. Jen, Kirsty, yourself. Yeah. And then Morgan came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to tell you about the myth of the secret menu. No, yeah, we know. Yeah, like, but you, like you, you and I through. were trying to, but like it was, there was a lot of like yeah, crossfire yeah, a lot going, of stuff on. going on. Yeah, dude, like, so for so long, bro, like I keep hearing about this side menu. Yeah, and, and I thought it was a joke because it's a running. Everyone knows the hospital food ain't the greatest mm. stuff. Everyone talks about it, but it's food at the end of the day, whatever. Yeah, but like sometimes when you're talking to one other people, like they're like, oh, well, like unless you have like a side menu. Yeah, you have a side menu, like a secret menu. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I thought it was like a myth. It didn't exist. Mm. It exists. Yeah, yeah. Just going to... Oh, how do you know? Are you all here? Are you... It's, am- it's amazing. Yeah. There's a secret list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh cooked. Yeah, like no one really knows about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, my, uh, I Burger, told, Burgers on demand? I told my mum about What's the secret it? menu. Yeah. She's got to go in for surgery soon, right? She's waiting for dates and shit. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get food off that. I was like, they don't just give it out, mum. She yeah. said, no, but I'll ask. It's going to be hard copy. I was like, no, no, but you, they have to, like, you have to, the nutritionist has to, like, say, yeah, like, don't I think, worry about it. I think they're the link between yeah. patient and kitchen. Yeah, she's like, don't worry about it, son. I was like, really? She's like, what I'll say is last time I was here, I got the side menu. I was like, oh. And then she goes, and if I name the things you said, they'll know I know. Yeah, because there's stuff on there like Whitaker's chocolate. Yeah, then she's like the one with the chocolate and burgers. Yeah, because like there was, I just filled it out like I was like Oreos, I was like times four. Yeah, yeah. Hot chips, yep. I was like burger. Cause all the while thinking this ain't gonna happen. Yeah. So I got down to the Whitaker's, I was like times four, times four, and then the next meal came and it was two trays. Yeah. I was like, what's the second? What's on there? She's like, this is your from, yeah. you know, your other side menu. And I was like, is that a freshly made burger for lunch? And I was saying it loud so I could, like, so I had my curtain closed as usual and I heard a voice from... Burgers? Yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, how come you didn't get a burger? You know, I didn't say anything because I was too busy eating burgers. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your macaroni cheese. Yeah. <laughs> your mass, mass-produced macaroni and cheese. It's not even called macaroni and cheese because I can't legally call it. It's like, yeah, it's macaroni, macaroni and with cheese flavor. <laughs> yeah, cheese flavor. Yeah. Cheese flavored macaroni. <laughs> cheese flavored sauce and noodles. <laughs> Man, when Morgan was there, so Morgan came that night, right? Yeah. And uh, I had to go get a x-ray done, so they had to wheel me, like, out and stuff. And, like, so he, he, he came along. Yeah. And, um, what was I saying? Like... Oh, Morgan, x-ray. Morgan, x-ray. He and got to push the buttons. Yeah. No, that's not what I was going to talk uh, about. Okay. Uh, secret menu. A, secret menu. Oh, yeah, the secret menu. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Nah. Good yarn, Kels. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I was need a, good a half a story. <laughs> I know, like it was right there. Um, is the um, is the the teapot in here? Nah. Okay. Nah, we took it in from last time. Yeah. Because um, the tea gets cold out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love green tea. Green tea. Mm. Yep, that's great. Um, we had it with lemonade the other day. 
mm-hmm. the teapot. And uh, that was cool. So the lady next to me has been shitting in a pan. Oh, man, you're lucky. Shitting, that is so erotic. Shitting in a pan. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro, is there's a curtain, obviously, that, that divides us. So it's an impenetrable force of smell and <laughs> oh, yeah, smell and noise. Nothing gets through that count. Oh, I'll tell you what. You could talk government secrets. But here's the know. thing, like the curtain, right? So behind me, you know how there's a fan? Yes. Well, you know how a fan's going, but it sucks in air. So yeah. if that curtain's not completely pushed oh, <laughs> to the oh, w- <laughs> Yo, for real. Oh, Yo, if, oh. if that curtain ain't pushed directly so it's like idle with the wall and there's a yeah. gap there. Oh. And, she, and, and yeah. she's shitting, and I know she's shitting because it's loud. Yeah, and I a can't pan. So and it's, it's it's plinking I'm down. Like, why did I? Why did I charge my earphones on the far plug? <laughs> oh, oh no! Because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a lo- oh, she's already started. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Then I smell it badly because it's. I've got it on f- like fucking level four. The fan. Yeah. But then behind it is a whole bunch of fucking aroma. fecal aroma. Oh, yum. And it's just pummeling oh. into me. And I've got a $180 like glass of like cologne and I'm spraying it like it's fucking three in one oust. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I don't care of the price. I don't care. And then and I had the glade. Oh, so one of the nurses, she came in when you know the weed was smelling bad. Yeah. The glade. So the problem of using glade is it makes your it makes everything smell like a urinal yes yeah and it's really loud so she yeah. knows she's like it's, it's you feel like it's not like i'm like oh you fucking stink bitch like <laughs> <laughs> but like by spraying it like around the curtain she's she's like oh like you can hear her go oh followed by you know it sounds yeah because it's an echo uh, it's an oh, echo tin chamber it. echo oh, oh, fuck she needs her own room I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And no disrespect to the woman, because she's, she's in her situation she's in. Like, yeah. it's not like she chose. I'm sure she would prefer the privacy of the, the, the store. Fan, the fan really yeah. exacerbates. So we're not, we're not knocking you, pan poo lady. You, you're in the situation you're in. But, like, give her her room. And here's the other thing. If you don't have a room and you're in, you're in a shared space like that, yeah. before you should, like, put toilet paper in the, in the, in the pan... Because it dissipates the the sound, mm. you know. But um, you know, this lady's a trooper. She's got sound from the jump, like oh, <laughs> from man. the ass onwards. She's a noisy shitter. Yeah. That's, so that's like, oh, my cue to leave. Do, I do leave. I, so I leave abruptly. Since we're already on the topic of disgusting things, mm. I don't know. Lately, I've been. I think I actually. I'm going to bring this up when I go to the doctor. Lately. Mm. I've had shotgun poo. You ever have shotgun poo? Well, describe what a shotgun shit is. Shotgun shit. A shotgun shit is when you sit down and it, and you and you 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 only have to give it a light tap, <laughs> from, mm. light push, and it just like all comes out in one go, like a big fucking shotgun pellet going, blam. Well, I've been taking laxatives daily. It, <laughs> if we want to talk about this, no, subject. no, it's not runny. It's solid. I'm not saying the mine. whole thing comes out in one fucking. It's like a those old timey muskets. They shot one big fucking ball. Look, multiple times Boom. a day, I have to talk about my shit. Now oh, I'm talking oh, about man. it in my own personal. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm taking lexes every day, but I'm not telling. You know, like mine could be solid too. I don't know. You know, just it's not uh, in the fucking pan. I know. <laughs> I can tell you now that I I put in some time. I put in some time in there. Oh, because the yeah. it was my. It's kind of like my office now, in a way. Like there's like a there's a, a big like in, 
uh, communal, like, it's a toilet, yeah. but it's also like a massive bathroom in the shower, right? Oh, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, the whole weed smoking thing, yeah. ooh, deep giveaway here, but I go in there, and I just, um, so what happened, the perfect time is to, like, roll your joints before you take a shit. Yeah. Because it gets rid of the smell. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, weed's potent, but my... <laughs> yeah, okay, so I see what you mean. Yeah, you're like, cancelling each other out. Like yeah. lighting a match. And I don't you know, I don't know if one would call it a shotgun, but I, I put I put it away. Sometimes Fair I enough. have to flush mid. <laughs> see, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say, is there's no mid. It's one go. No, nah, mine just keeps... I, you know, there's... Um, oh, man, I can't believe we're talking about this. Because um, maybe six times, eight times, ten times a day, you, you hear, have you moved your bowels today? Oh, I, I know. But yeah, then, like... You're really interested, eh? But then a few of them, like, will follow up. Like, was it um, was it brown? Like, what colour was it? Was it oily? Yeah. This and that. They like, have those charts, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can be like, oh, no, it was an A2. A2. <laughs> And they too? <laughs> Hit. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you sung my battle shits. Oh, man, I don't know, like, uh, how long I'm going to be in there for. But, uh, we'll see. Well, you know, we'll so it's just, it's, it's kind of like everyone's going through their own shit. Everyone has a story. Yeah. Um, mine isn't, I'm not saying mine's any harder than to someone who seems like they have it all, like a husband or wife, kids, a mm. house, a nine to five, two cars in the driveway, food yeah. on the table every night, but they're out there struggling. That's not to say that because I'm sitting in hospital with physical health, yeah, um, like damage and going through all that bullshit, all that yeah. drama, it doesn't mean my adversity is any more than yours. Whatever you perceive, so yeah. whatever you perceive your 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 drama and your, the bullshit that you're in to be, yeah, that's just as big as what I'm going through. So we're 100%. all we're all on the same level, yeah, and we're all trying to find our way through, yeah. Um, and regardless of how much I find you and I can help others, yeah, it's so terrible helping ourselves. Oh, I'm the worst. So bad. Yeah, I'm the worst at it. I'll, I'll help in, anyone. At- in a heartbeat yeah but and I'm, I'm yeah not good at doing it um, yeah but I'm but the thing is I think there have been subtle changes because I, I know the signs yeah I know what yeah, triggers so it now. so you sort of it's kind of like when you're you're in the supermarket and it has started to rain outside yeah. while you're inside right yeah so you're walking outside bracing yourself for that rain you can't avoid it yeah you know but it's, it's just stuff that we have to be more vocal about and like one of those times, one of those mm. times, and um, and I'm guilty of that because I kind of shut off. The easy option yep. is to crawl back in that bed, and yes. just all your troubles will go away. And it's heightened. It's even easier for me because I'm in a hospital, so I don't yeah. really have any responsibilities right now, right? It's easy for me to just turn over, go back to sleep, and I've been guilty of that the last two weeks. But what it's done is dug the hole deeper. Yeah. And I need that fucking fight to get through what I'm going sure. through. Yeah. Because I miss my life, man. Yeah. I fucking miss my life. Like, the physical stuff, I mean, dude, like, I was telling you earlier, like, how I've lost weight, but I've gotten bigger. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a mind fuck. Yeah. You know, but that's the physical stuff. But the mental stuff, I miss just doing, like, life, man. Yeah. I just miss hanging out. just hanging out, like, the freedom of just going somewhere. Yeah. I don't have that, like, you know, the normal routine at night, like, joking around with my daughter when I'm not strapped to a bed. Like, I'm really finding yep. it tough. Yeah. Um, And I want to say to the 
to those that have reached out to me, but they, they, they intend on visiting. Yeah. And one thing or another comes up. My thing to say to them is you just turn up. Yeah, just come. You know, you know, you've turned up more times like unannounced than announced. Yeah, the only thing I normally do is I try and message you be like, is there anything you want? Yeah. You know, and if I don't hear back, I'm like, I'm still going to go. <laughs> other than <laughs> that, know? other than that, I'm in Ward 29. You know, I'm sure one or two people know me up there by now. I just ask around. Oh, or, we did. Or look for the <laughs> look for the cubicle with the hats and the sneakers and, the, shoes, and, the, yeah. and the $180 cologne smell. And the, yeah. <laughs> Grotesque smell of shit and weed. Oh man! And Glade. Air I, I was I was gonna sellotape like <laughs> I was gonna sellotape the curtain to the wall. Yeah. It was Kiana that taught me out of it. She's like, "How bad will the lady feel, Dad?" She looks up and she sees you've taped the curtain to the wall. Like she already feels bad enough. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah fair enough." She was just like, "When you hear that, she goes, "When you hear the rumble, just run." Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, politely. Yeah. You know, don't go, ugh. But like I said, we're not trying to belittle the woman because she's in her situation. No, no. That's it's, not her it's, choice. So. We've all, like, when I say we've all been there, like a lot of us that have, like in 82 days, I've, I've been through some shit, you know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been that person yeah. there at times, but, but that's what the hospital is for. Yeah. If anything, there's a lot of empathy there. Like, I'm like, I'm just falling short of like giving her encouragement, like push harder, girl. Yeah. You know? You know, maybe maybe like squeeze an ass, like pull an ass shake out, like uh, uh, a bit more to the side. in the morning, you know. Get you know, maybe plunge it first. Put your middle, like put oh, a little. Oh no! Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's, let's stop there. It was, it, was, it was graphic enough with my description. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think the thing is, uh, we'll wrap this up, eh? Um, before you jump, remember that your battle is just as worthy as anyone else's. Mm. It doesn't matter how big or how little you Don't try and measure it. Don't try and be like, oh, he's going, how could I possibly talk about that, um, this to to him when he's going through all that? Oh, nah. When, no, that's... At the the end of the day, with this, with mental health, no matter what your mental health thing is... It's big, it's a big deal to you. Yeah. And that's all that matters. You're just as worthy as everyone else. And there's no winners and losers. No, sorry. There are winners. The winners are the ones who keep breathing. Yeah. You know, the ones who keep the fight going. Yeah. But your fight isn't as big or as small as anyone else's. It's yeah. just it's as valid. Just, it's just as important. And maybe for once that person doesn't want to talk about themselves. Yeah. Maybe let's talk about your train wreck of a life. Let's yeah. just... <laughs> hey, we were all fucking... We are all going, you know... Yeah. You know what I mean. And then, like, <laughs> I think... Let me put it this way. Like, um, the Empire State Building has, like, I don't know how many floors. 99 floors or something, right? 100 floors. Let's say the Empire State Building has... Man, if I was building floors. that and I got to, like, there's 99 floors, I'd be like, oh, One more. One more. One more. What is this, 99.99 sale? <laughs> one more. The Empire State Building... That would irk me so let's much. Let's just say has 99 <laughs> floors, right? Okay. And it doesn't matter how rich you are, there's still 99 floors. Mm. It doesn't matter how poor you are, there's still 99 floors. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you fucking... If you've been up 50 floors or you've been up 99 floors... It's still not so your battle is still just as valid as everyone else's. It doesn't change if you're rich or poor or thin or fat or it's anxiety or depression or bipolar or fucking whatever. Maybe, maybe you you identify as a frog. It doesn't matter. Exactly. If your depression is brought on because of mm. the fact that you can't identify as a person you want to be, that is just as valid as my issue of um of my fucking 
psychotic disorder or whatever the fuck. My bipolar. Compared to someone who's trying to find a human-sized lily pad, the, the, the struggle is real. does not matter. does not matter. Yeah. The struggle is real, yeah, honestly. Mm. Eat your flies, motherfucker. Eat your <laughs> flies. Eat your lily pads. All right. That'll do. And reach out, motherfucker. Yeah, do. Reach out. I'm, like, talk- I'm talking to myself. <laughs> reach out. If you listen to this and fuck. you need to reach out, reach out, because our inbox is fucking dead. Oh, so- no. See, their mind's not... See, one thing is is one message comes through, then another, yeah. and then but then a week goes by, and yeah. remember, I haven't had a phone for a few days as yeah. well. A week goes by, and there's like now the to do list is grown. Like there's like say fifteen people. Yeah, you know, and if I've when I have the energy to do so, I start ripping through them. But then people start replying. Now you've got like eight combos yeah. on the go, and that's like my nightmare. I can't keep up. I just yeah. can't do it. So, like, I'm getting through them all. They are all, like, all, you know, welcomed. Appreciated. All appreciated. Yeah, you know, small that. and big. All dramas are dramas. Right. We've all got a fucking story. Yeah. I can see you've been playing with that cigarette for half an hour now, so I'm going to let you go smoke it. Yeah, I don't want to smoke it in here with your laundry. That would be nice if you didn't, because our towels are here, and I don't want to fucking that's get out of the shower, and I can smell Smoky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Reach out, people. Reach out. Yeah, love you. Oh, this is still going. Okay, hold it's on. still going? Well, like, there's a PS. Stop recording, motherfucker. Oh, I'm pushing the wrong button. Oh, you're pushing <laughs> the wrong... Yeah, well, it's about time you did. Come on, we've got to go down and market later on. I mean, your personality has changed. I've seen a side of you I never knew existed. You don't understand, Rodney. You're right about that, Del. I mean, look at you. Last night, you was you was laughing, you was drinking. I mean, why didn't you just put your Boney M record on, Del? We could have had a good old knees <laughs> up. It was granddad. How could you get over it so easily? Get over it? What a plonker you really are, Rodney. <laughs> Get over it. I ain't even started yet. I ain't even started, bruv. And do you know why? Because I don't know how to. That's why. Survived all my life with a smile and a prayer. I'm Del Boy, ain't I? Good old Del Boy. He's got more bounce than Zebedee. <laughs> hey, pal, what are you drinking? Go on. Hello, darling. You have one for luck. That's me. That's Del Boy, innit? Nothing ever upsets Del Boy. I've always played the tough guy. I didn't want to, but I had to. And I've played it for so long now, I don't know how to be anything else. I don't even know how to. Oh, it don't matter. Bloody families, I've finished with them. What do they do to you, eh? Hold you back? Drag you down? And then they break your bloody heart. <laughs>